promises. And listen closely, verse 8. Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And the angel said, do not lay your hand on the board, boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it, or Jehovah Jireh. As it is said on this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. God, we thank you so very much for your word. We thank you for this story and this, this, this story of faith and obedience. And we ask God that you would bless us and open our hearts and that you would do a great work through our faith this day in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to speak to you about faith in obedience. Faith in obedience. A faith promise is about hearing from God. Now, I don't expect any of you to just make some number up in your head. I am praying and expecting that God will give even the teenagers, even the young people, that God will give you a certain amount. I believe God does this. And he will challenge you, can you trust me with that amount of money? Can you trust me to provide that for you? And in this story of Abraham, we see this opportunity given by God to Abraham to obey and to trust God. Because God had promised Abraham and his wife a son. And when Ishmael came along, God says, no, that's not your proper son. I'm going to give you your son. He will be your offspring. He will be whom I fulfill the promise. In him will I bring these things to pass. In him it will be done. So God had promised Abraham a son. And in his old age, Isaac, in an impossible situation, if we might say so today, an impossible situation, Isaac was born. And now Abraham has this young boy that he is raising, that in him he sees the future of his family. In Isaac he sees the future of of the kingdom. Uh, In Isaac he sees the future of the country. In Isaac he sees the blessings of God. And then God comes to him. And he says, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. So Abraham, we have no other response from Abraham. No question, no hesitation. 
It just says that Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him, and his son Isaac. Can you imagine that? I want you to put yourself in those shoes. Now, we don't understand child sacrifice, especially on a burnt offering like they did today. Well, most of us don't. It seems like the governor and some of the citizens of New York do. But we don't. It's hard to understand child sacrifice. And yet here, it is God calling on Abraham to, to, to do this. It's, a, it's like, but in the beginning of the verse, it says it is a test. It says God is testing Abraham. It's an opportunity given to Abraham for total and complete obedience through faith in God. God had promised that this would be his, 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 uh, his son, that this would be the son that God would bring the promise uh, through. So the question of Abraham might be, how could Isaac die? How could he possibly die? How could God want him to die if this is where the promise is going to come through? How could God ask me to do this? How could Abraham even imagine doing this? When since, especially since he was sure he had heard from God. You see, when God made this, presented this opportunity to Abraham, it wasn't an opportunity necessarily to commit the act. It was an opportunity to trust God. It was an opportunity to trust God. And Abraham showed his faith in God by immediately beginning to do that. You know, when you make an, a, a faith promise, it's like God is touch, trust, testing you. God is testing you to see, will you take this opportunity to believe me? You, you say, but God, you promised all my bills would be paid, and I don't have enough money this week to pay them. You promised that this would be done. You promised me, God. I just knew you was talking to me, God, about a new home, a new car this year. I've been saving them. I wanted to do this this year, and I just really, it was your will, God. I know it's time, and, and now you're asking me to do this? How could you do this, God? You know, have you ever thought that maybe it's just God testing you? To see where your faith lies? Are you able to trust him? He gives you an amount. You look at that amount and you say, what? There's no way I can do that. There is no way. I have no income. I have no rich family members that's going to die soon. I have no way of getting it. I have no land to sell. I have nothing. God said, do you trust me? I made a promise. Do you trust me? So here we see that God is presenting an opportunity for Abraham to express his faith in God. Abraham does a pretty good God, a pretty good job of it. In his obedience, next we see the obedience of Abraham. This is what's incredible to me. He obeys God right up to the moment. Right up to the very last moment. Vanna sings a song sometimes, and some of you might, uh, might have heard it, or you might have heard it on the gospel radio station. What is it? God's never late. Uh, what's the song? Is, uh, God's always on time. He's an on-time God. He's always on time. You know, sometimes I just wish God would be early. Anybody else ever feel like that? Anybody else ever feel like that? I wish God would be. We got this Edinburgh project, okay? 
and and uh, somebody's already given forty thousand dollars and uh, uh, forty uh, fifty thousand dollars. That fifty thousand dollars is in a bank in Edinburgh waiting for the project to start. So here I've got fifty thousand dollars. I don't have a building. I don't have any people, and I don't have a a a, a pastor. And 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 God just saying, trust me. I said, God. I just wish you'd be early one time. Send me to people, send me to pastor, and then send me to money. <laughs> or, you know, one way or the other, we're believing God. See, that's why I said, see, I, you know, 10 years ago, who would ever thought? I never had $50,000 sitting in a bank account in Scotland in my life. Never th- I never had it in America in my life. And here it is now being designated for a new ministry in Scotland. Isn't that fantastic? Can you say Amen. Well, now we got a long ways to go. We got to find people. We got to find pastor. We still got to find a building. We got to get more money. But God is providing. But you know, sometimes we just got to obey. We just got to walk in faith. You know, you just got to start walking. You know, you just got to take that first step. When the men, when God told Joshua to cross over the Jordan River into the Promised Land, what did He tell the high priest? Do you remember? Soon as your foot, yeah, what did He say? He said, "Soon as your foot goes in the water, right." Exactly. Excellent. So, okay, I want you to be the high priest, and I want me to be Joshua, okay? All right, now, guys, listen. You know, I know the water's high out there, and I know it's going pretty fast. But I want to tell you something. As soon as you step into that water, it's going to dry up. Now, I'm going to stand back here, and I'm going to watch you, but I promise you, God said as soon as you jump in that water, you're going to jump in on, ground, uh, on dry ground. How many of you are anxious to be the first one? <laughs> yeah, my buddy over here that reads the Word of God, he's, been, he's going to be the first one. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Thank you, son. That's the way. And, and, uh, but as soon as their feet touch the water, somebody had to take that first step. Have you ever thought of that? Somebody had to take that first step. And folks, in obedience to God, it's just taking that first step. Taking that trust that, hey, you know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like you come to church on Mission Sunday. And you know you made a faith promise of $10 a month. And you know that that $10 a month, you just happen to have an extra $15 in your wallet or your purse that morning. But you know... You have been planning all week to go down the road and visit somebody, and it's going to cost you about $15 in gas to get there. And you've been planning that trip for a long time. And that $15 is there for that trip. And you come in there on Mission Sunday, and you look and say, Ooh, I promised to give $10 a month, and I haven't done it, and I don't have it. And the Holy Spirit says, Wait a minute. You got $15 in your billfold. You got $15 in your purse. You can give that $10. But God, but God, but God says, trust me. Trust me. You know, sometimes it just matters taking that first step, taking that first step and giving that amount. Maybe it was more than that. Maybe it was less than that. The amount is not important. The important thing is taking that first step of obedience. And Abraham took that first step. And he walked up the mountain. And I'll never forget his, his, his son. I'll never forget that phrase. I, I was drawn to that phrase several years ago. 
when it says, God will provide himself. I want you to know that when you make a promise to God, and you are quick, quick, quick to obey that promise, God himself will provide that offering for himself. Now listen to those words. Where's the offering, Father? Where's the money, Pastor? How can I give money today? How can I give my faith promise? Where's it at, God? Trust God. God will provide himself an offering. As they walked up that mountain, I still can't understand that attitude there, that, that mindset. But I believe that Abraham, Abraham was trusting God. Abraham remembered God's word. Abraham was going to obey God right up until that point. And then the last thing I want you to notice is the opinion or the attitude of Abraham. When Isaac asked him, where is the sacrifice? Abraham said, son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering for the sacrifice. The attitude and the opinion, I believe, all along was that Abraham believed God would provide a sacrifice. Abraham believed all along that he wouldn't have to go all the way through it. In his heart, Abraham believed God would provide. The name of that, uh, 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 that mountain area, Moriah, it means provision. It means a place of learning. It means bitterness. It is on that same mountain or in that same region where David built an altar. It is on that same mountain or in that region where the day the Dome of the Rock in the center of Jerusalem stands. It was a sacred place that they were going to. And it was in Abraham's heart that God was going to... We're going to go to the place of learning. We're going to go to the place of provision to make a sacrifice... Well, where's the sacrifice, Dad? Well, this is the place of learning. This is the place of provision. God will provide a, a, a sacrifice. And then at the end, when he leaves that place, did you see what he called it? And how many of you have sung that song or used that term, Jehovah Jireh? Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He will provide for us. Friends, I'm here. I'm here representing world missions, and, my t and I'm here representing what's been happening around the world because of your giving, but I'm here to testify to you that I have never seen God fail, and God has always been able to provide. There have been times when we have wondered where things were going to come from, how we were going to do it, both on the mission field and traveling here at home, and it never failed me. God provides. Let me tell you one story, and then we're going to close. I come home one year, and we had extended our stay because my son was in school. We've been living over there for about three years. He's finishing up his school, and I asked specifically if they would let us stay so he could finish school. He finished his school, but in the meantime, we had overdrawn our account. We were over $10,000 in the red. World Missions had 
loaned us that money so we could stay. I had used my personal savings and my personal funds, and I had, I had over $7,000 in debt. And I went to a church in St. Louis, and I sat down with a family in St. Louis, and they were, just, they were just so excited to have us. They let us stay in their house. They'd fix dinner for us that night. And they were all giggly and, and just, you know, happy. And, and I was a little downcast. I, I, you know, you, you see the happiness in others. And, and inside or outside you may be a little smiley and happy. But inside, you know, you're hurt. Because I, I owe a lot of money. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And, and so as we finished the meal, the, the man of the house, the husband came out. And he sat down with a checkbook. And he wrote out a check. And he says, we want to we wanna make this offering to your ministry. And when I opened the check, it was a check for $5,000. And I just, I, it just slipped out of my mouth. I wasn't even thinking. I got so excited. And I looked at Vanna and I said, Vanna, this will almost pay off our debt. This is great. Hallelujah. This will, and I made the mistake of saying this will almost pay off our debt. Well, maybe not really a mistake. It was God. Because the man looked at me and says, what do you mean? I said, well, this, this helps us out a lot. He said, well, what do you mean about almost paying off the debt? I said, well, we owe about $7,000. He said, give me back the check. He took the check. He tore it out. He wrote another one for $7,000. God never ceases to amaze me. Never ceases to amaze me. When we are doing what God has called us to do, when we're obeying God, when we trust God, God will provide. Now, when you take this faith promise and you're getting ready to fill it out, if you'll take it in your hand right now, I want you to think about Abraham. I want you to think about what God asked Abraham to do. God gave Abraham an opportunity to take a step of faith. I'm going to pray, and I believe that God's going to give you an amount, he's going to speak into your heart something that he wants you to trust him for, for missions. I'm going to pray that you will trust God for that. Would you just take this in your hand and hold it up right now? Just hold your faith promise card up. Father, as a church, we believe in giving to missions. As a church, we believe in helping other people find the gospel. We believe in sending out missionaries. We believe in going. We believe in participating. And Father, right now, I would pray for every individual member, from teenagers, young teenagers, young adults, mothers, fathers, husbands, and wives, I would pray that their heart would be sensitive to you, the Holy Spirit, and that you would speak into their heart right now a psalm an amount of money that you want to give them the opportunity to trust you for. And then I'm going to ask, Holy Spirit, that you would give them the strength and the courage to obey in faith and to remember all the times you have met their needs in the past. And then, God, I'm going to ask that as they give it and as they fulfill this faith promise and as they do it, they do not do it begrudgingly, they do not do it out of necessity 
or they do not feel any kind of pressure at all, but they do it out of love and joy and excitement. And like Abraham, they have this attitude, this opinion that you are going to provide it for them and that they will be so excited to hear about what you have done because they have given. They will be so excited to invest in this and see the rewards come back. I just ask now, God, that you would bless each one in the name of Jesus as they fill this out. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Now, do you mind, Pastor, if I help this year again? Can I participate? Is that all right? All right. Vanna, I don't know if you filled one out or if you want to fill one out or if you just want me to fill one out for the family. You'll trust me? Oh, wow. What can God do with us? (laughs) I like this. (laughs) Um, It says, as God enables me, I promise by faith to give blank each month to the World Missions Ministry of Souls Harbor Church of God. So in that amount there, you would put what you feel like God is uh, speaking to you about for each month. And then at the bottom, now this is your choice. Uh, uh, There is a place for your name, your address, your city, state, and zip. Uh, You can put your name there if you'd like. Uh, That's not necessary. Uh, But the benefit, it's not a bill. It's a faith promise. Um, The pastor has committed to having a mission Sunday every Sunday. Uh, There will be announcements made, and I understand. What did I say? Oh, well, that's that's a missionary speaking. (laughs) But the pastor has promised, let me correct that, the pastor has promised to have a mission Sunday every month so so that you will be reminded. And I did take the tithe card, and I did notice that on the tithe card there's a place for missions. So every month, young people, teenagers, you can write in there a dollar for missions, five dollars for missions, 25 cents for missions. You don't have to have a great deal of money. And you just put it on there and put it in the offering. And I just went on that uh, Gilif- um, GiveLify. GiveLify. I-, I just went on there before service just to check it out while we were worshiping before Pastor forgot to take up the offering. I figured I'd go ahead and give anyway. So I went on there and checked it out. And I noticed that you can put your offering or your tithe on there. And then you can click the plus Don, donation, and then the screen will come back up, and then you can put how much you want for missions on there. So I contributed this morning. I didn't, you know, I didn't do a whole lot, but I made a contribution this morning to both uh, the offerings of the church and to missions. So that's a great program that you have. So you can do it. For all you uh, young people that are techno-savvy, techno-savvy, well, I better get away from these words. You can, uh, you can give online, and you can do that any time of the week you want to. So you may, be, you may be going to McDonald's for that burger at lunchtime, and you decide you get the special for two, and then you get a Holy Spirit little nod, and he says, wait a minute, you promised $2 to missions, and instead of buying that extra burger, you could go ahead and give your $2 faith promise to missions. And you could say, oh, I can do that right now. Give, give LaFi, boom, 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 $10, go, or $2, go. So that's great. 
And then for some of us who can't even pronounce it, it's just good that we're able to use it. (laughs) So, hey, one thing I do want to say, I want to thank you for letting me do this. I want to thank you for letting me do that. I have so much fun doing this, and I hope you still love me. And I hope you don't, uh, you know, you don't dislike what I do, but I like talking about missions, and I like giving people an opportunity to invest in missions. So I'm going to give that to you right now. Vanna, will you help me? And let me see. We got this young man here. Will you help me? My buddy, will you come, and will you help me? All right, everybody's got the cards filled out. Will you just hold them up? And then when you collect them, would you, uh, w- would you go around and collect them, guys? Go around. Everybody collect them. Help them out, Vanna. You, you, we didn't ask you to direct. We want you to... <laughs> Oh, you noticed that. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of that has to do. I I think, well, I see that seam there doesn't look too good. That must be the one that brother, uh, uh, the other pastor did, not me. I did that one over there. (laughs) No, I didn't wear my kilt. But let me tell you something. That carpet has to do with the quality of carpet as much as the installers have put it down. Oh, well, thank you. Who, who helped me do that carpet? He was the pastor. Herb Ward. Herb Ward did that seam over there. You take that. I did all these seams over here. But we had fun doing that. We had fun doing that. And this carpet, is, it's really, that's good quality carpet. That really looks nice still. I've got, I've got just a little bit to do here, Ben. Wait. Pastor, you can come on. Okay. Once again, I want to thank you for letting me do this. And I pray the blessings that Paul prayed on the church, that God would give back to you as you give. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Amen? Pastor, are you totaling those up for a year? Okay, hey, would anybody like to share a te- Can I get down off the camera for just a moment? Anybody like to share a testimony? Real quick, we'll just have maybe one or two while they're totaling that about how God helped you with your faith promise. Anybody? Oh, come on now, help me out. I've got to do something while they're counting money. <laughs> Anybody want to share what, what God did with you? How about faith promise giving? Huh? Somebody here? All right. All right. Here, hold the mic so they can hear you. Oh, second. The best that I could give back was when Brian passed away. Uh, we had his vehicle, and it wasn't paid off or anything. And I always believe in giving above, you know, offering. And I said, God, that car is going to be free, and I don't know how. And he owed 7000 on it. And they took off all of it. And then we had a couple in Chula knew my other son needed a vehicle, and they gave him the money, and all he does is work a little bit for him, and it became a free vehicle. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. That's God's way of doing it. Yes, sir. Hold on to the mic. That way everybody can hear you a little bit better. Yeah. A year ago, the Lord spoke to me about upping my missions giving 
and uh, I wasn't sure how much, but he, he put a figure in my mind, and uh, I went ahead and I, I signed the, the card and all, and it was just a few days later, I got a call from a person that had owed me money. This was thousands of dollars. And they said, I want to send you for the next 12 months so much money and get it paid off. And this was just a few days after I had made that, signed the card. And I said, okay. And immediately that started to happen. And about six months later, they sent me the check for the rest of the money. So God is faithful. Amen. 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 I like that testimony there. Can I share that? Would you mind if I share that testimony? Would you write, would you, you or your wife write it out for me? Huh? And let me share that. I, that's, a, that's a powerful. And I would like to share yours, too, about how God bless you. Could you write that out for me? So I can, because I can, uh, we might even get it published in the evangel. Do you mind? If you don't mind your name being on if you don't want your name on it, just leave it anonymous. That's fine, too. The, but the testimony is important. Okay. You all done? Okay. Here you go, Pastor. Thank you so much. You God, so bless you. God bless you. Amen. We've got more cards up here. And so you, you know, we, we've got more cards up here, so feel free to, to take them. Um, we have this morning, our faith promises total up to $674 a month. Uh, which is uh, almost nine thousand dollars, eight thousand eight thousand and eighty-eight dollars uh, a year for the year. Uh, I believe we can do better than that. I believe that God will provide, and uh, I want you to be faithful. Uh, I believe our missions giving this last year was a. And I was sharing with Bishop Tanner. This last year was a tough year financially for many of us individually and for the church, um, but. We gave more this year without a missions trip than we have in, since I've been your pastor, as far as I can tell. We've had years that our total giving was up higher, but we had people going overseas and, and being a part of missions trips, and that all adds into the missions made. This year, tw- uh, just under $12,000 got sent to the mission field. Not just sending somebody over there, but actually got sent to the missionaries. And uh, I want to thank you for being a part. If you filled out a card and you said, you know, you know, as you're praying about it, God says, you know what, you, you put down that you could do 10, and you can do 10, but faith says 25. Feel free to give 25. Don't give 10. Give 25. When, when, when it comes Mission Sunday and all of a sudden you realize, man, I know I, I, I made this, this faith promise, but yesterday... God gave me an extra $300. You know what? I'm just going to give all of that today. That's how God provides. That's how God blesses. How many of you appreciate Brother Tanner, Bishop Tanner and Sister Vanna? They have a table in the back. They got some books and some CDs and some things back there. And you can help support their ministry uh, uh, back there. Um, we are excited to have them. They have been such a blessing to us. I want you to make sure that you stop by and hug their neck and shake their hand. Let them know how wonderful they are, how much we are proud of our missionary. He, uh, they, are one, they, are, they are a couple that is our missionary. We pray for them every month. 
and we have a connection to them, and I want us to be a part of that. Amen. Let's stand together this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you right now, and I thank you and I praise you for your mercy, your grace, your peace. And Lord, I ask that you would bless this year of missions. And Lord, I pray that you would send us anointing and send us power and send us blessing. And Lord, I pray that you would go with us and bring us back tonight at 6 o'clock to worship you again. In Jesus' name, amen. You don't want to miss church tonight. Uh, Loving on his level, and it's going to be a powerful message. Shake hands, be friendly, tell somebody you love them. Everybody, God loves them. You're dismissed.